Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. What's up, y'all? It's your man Erno, so you love Erno, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, I thought this was initially going to be a shorter episode. I know I gave y'all two hours last week. For those who listened to the entire two hours, I love y'all. For those who listened to some of it, still love y'all. For those who didn't listen to it, you still have a chance to redeem yourself. And go back and listen to it after you listen to this. Or you can pause this episode and listen to that. For those who are refusing to listen to it because, I don't know, for some reason, you're sleeping, you're missing out, and I don't love you. Anyways, we here. So, I want to start off once again um, with the Men Being Men segment that I introduced, I believe, a couple weeks ago. I said I wanted to make it a weekly thing. It was not a weekly thing. It was. It did run weekly for about the first two weeks of it, and then I took a week off. Um, and then the following week, the one of the contestants that I, uh, or one of the winners, I, I should say, that won that award for that week, has some allegations on him. <laughs> that is unmanly, like, uh, or I should say. Um, not unmanly like but you know allegations that I personally do not uh, uh, vibe with so his his uh, award is being up for review as of now but we're not talking about the past we're talking about the present today's present winner goes to hairdresser and I don't know what else he does because just heard of the man Jonathan Van Ness. Now, Jonathan Van Ness is a hairdresser, as I stated. Uh, he is, I guess, a very popular hairdresser because dude's hair, he, his hair looks good, but he probably, but he's famous and shit. But I don't, you know, when I'm not giving him an award for having great hair, I'm giving him an award for him coming out, he being a gay man, coming out as, uh, I believe, HIV positive. And if I, if he has, you know, AIDS and I'm getting it fucked up, getting it all messed up, I apologize. But why is this big news for somebody to come out as HIV positive? Well, part of what I talk about with this men being men segment is men, no matter their sexuality, no matter whatever, just men in general living their truth, right? Right. Um, and I think that it was, you know, with all the negative stigma behind HIV, AIDS and just STDs, sexual transmitted disease in general and how it how people like to correlate that with the LGBT community, um, more so gay men of the LGBT community, a gay or bisexual men of the community, um, you know, he. He could have, he, he could have, uh, uh, you know, felt under pressure or felt, uh, feared to come out 
and, uh, and not come out, I should say, and say, hey, you know, and not disclose that type of information. Now, I feel as though, like with many of these situations, that it only matters to those who are, uh, who are Jonathan Van Ness, meaning people who have HIV AIDS or whatever sexual transmitted disease they have, uh, and the people that they are sexually involved with. Now, I could have done without this information because me and Jonathan aren't sexually involved. Um, and you, if you're not as sexually involved with Jonathan Van Ness, you could have easily done without the information. I believe he said he came out with this uh, truth because of the prices of HIV medicine. He is clearly someone who cares about the healthcare system. Um, and I can imagine the medicine is pretty out of fucking whack. And if somebody of, I don't know how much money this man has, but I'm assuming he got more money than me. If he's complaining about the, uh, HIV medicine and I don't have HIV. So, but still medication in general, I don't take any meds, but God forbid, I'm going to have to take some in the future. Uh, God forbid, once again, I don't want to have to pay out of pocket for that shit, you know? And if Jonathan is complaining about it and many others are complaining about the prices and, and just that fucked up healthcare system that we have right now, um, best believe that it is a problem. Now, definitely if he didn't come out, I'm not going to say, well, if Jonathan Van Ness didn't come out, then I wouldn't believe the healthcare system is a problem because I been complaining about the healthcare system way before Trump got into office, alright, Obamacare was cool, it was cool, um, but healthcare was always one of the leading, especially as I got older, as I became adult, and when I got past the age of 25, and I was no longer able to be covered under my parents' healthcare system, uh, whatever, provider, whatever they have, what, um, cause here in Massachusetts, you have until 25 to get your shit together, basically. And if you don't have your shit together by 25, you're asked out. Um, so that's that. I don't know how it works in other states. I remember when I was talking to somebody, they were saying how, you know, fucked up the system is. Because in New York, you have until, I believe it was like, damn near 30. Um... So I think that that it was like thirty something. In New York, the cost of living in New York is 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 higher than it is in Massachusetts. So she didn't quite understand how come Massachusetts is forcing their you know people to have their own health care plans by twenty five, and it is not nearly as expensive to well it is expensive to live out here. Trust me. As someone who lives in Massachusetts, I'll let you know it's expensive as fuck. But I have people in New York that will tell you, nah, bruh, it's expensive out here too. You don't want to come out here. But they on their parents' healthcare plan until 30 or at least later than 25. Uh, you, if you're from New York, obviously you can tell me what, what's the haps with that. This is not, you know, a healthcare shout out. We'll probably discuss that in a future episode. We're here to give props to Jonathan Van Ness. So, once again, shout out to Dude. Shout out to uh, JVN coming out. Men being men, standing up, 
being their true, authentic self. That is what this segment is highlighting and many more aspects. That isn't just the only thing. But, you know, whenever I see a man just being them tr- their true, authentic self, um, obviously that's what this segment is. Part That's a major part of the segment and I have to give them a shout out. So, shout out to you, Jonathan. Hope you get the help that you deserve uh, with the medication. I hope that you're not having a hard time with dealing with HIV, right? I hope you're still living the life that you want to live for as long as you are here on this earth. So that's that. We'll get in up. (sighs) Sorry, just burped it. Uh, You didn't hear it, hopefully, but we'll get into the next segment right now. Alright, so next segment here, we're here to talk about Trump. Yep, I know probably some of y'all is like, follow me, he's finally going to talk about Trump. Uh, hey, listen, I don't feel the need like the other liberals out there to constantly bash Trump when there are other issues that are plaguing my life. When there are other issues out there that are plaguing other people's lives. When there are other situations I just got to do. You know, I got work. I got other shit to worry about. So I ain't got the time to talk bad about Trump all damn day like you do. I don't have the luxury to talk about Trump all damn day like you do. Now, if you talk about Trump because that's how you make your money, then by all means make your money. But if y'all want me to talk about Trump all damn day, shit, make it so that I'm making money off of it. That's... It's part of your responsibility. You know what I'm saying? I know it's part of it's mainly mine, but y'all start listening to these episodes, y'all start donating. Y'all talk about Trump more. But anyways, I wanted to talk about Trump this time. Uh because one, I needed topics to talk about. Um, and two, this impeachment. I wanted to mainly talk about what this impeachment would mean to me or how would it affect me and how I think things will shape out if this impeachment goes down. Um, and I'm saying if because I still don't know what is going to happen. I will say this just to be more a little more optimistic. I didn't think that Trump, I didn't, when the impeachment uh, talks started going down, and I'll get into why he's impeached, he's being, uh, they're bringing up impeachment now once again, uh, even though I think it's fairly obvious due to his past fuckery, but I'm bringing up a few. But when the talks first started to go down, I was like, yeah, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. Uh, you know, because it, 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 I just was like, it's not happening, people. They're not impeaching this man. And now I'm not saying that because the information was faulty or anything. They had, um, what was found prior to this current information was still some impeachable stuff. But, um, I felt as though America... And America is always going to be this way. They have an image to uphold, especially during certain times, especially during a time like this where you have an asshat like Trump as your president. 
You don't want to show to the world that America cares more about their image than the actual safety of Americans and the actual whatever, right? Everything that they claim to care about, they really don't, all right? Uh, so basically, we we as in America, not me or maybe not you, but we in America care more about our image than the actual truth, than the actually upholding the standards that we, America, claim to have. So impeaching Trump will mean will make us look a certain way, or at least to us, us meaning America, not me, maybe not you, but to us, it will look weak in a way. It will look like we don't have our shit together, basically. And we don't want to look that way to other nations. We mean in America. Because let me tell you right now, whether you're listening from the UK, from the Ukraine, from Russia, from anywhere else, um, America doesn't have their shit together. I don't think you heard me. Let me lean, let me lean in closer. America does not have their shit together. Alright. So now that you heard me, um, I can admit that America can't admit that America doesn't want to admit that at least not to not in front of the lens, not in front of the camera where other nations are watching, where Canada is right next door watching and they have their own shit going on with their prime minister Trudeau in blackface Halloween costumes. But, um, you know, when other nations are watching America does wants to still put up this, we're perfect, we're the best, we'll always be the best, even though we are failing in everything that you're not supposed to fail at, and we're leading in everything we're not supposed to lead at. Okay. Anyways, impeaching Trump. So, like I stated before, when the talks first started happening, I was like, it ain't happening. We gonna get this man for four years and we're going to get this man for another four years after that. Yeah. Now these talks are being brought up once again. For some reason, there's something inside of me. I still can't really articulate it yet. But there's something inside of me that's still saying, Oh, well, my 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 thoughts are maybe, maybe, just maybe. Maybe it's Maybelline, but no. Maybe, <laughs> maybe uh, this thing could go down. This thing being impeachment. Maybe he could possibly be impeached. Now, am I 100% sure about that? No. Am I 90% sure about that? No. Am I 80, 70, 60? No. Not even 70. Well, yeah, I said 70. My bad. Not even 50. Not even 40. Not even 30. Not even 20, more like 15, more like, no, not 15, probably not even 10, probably about 8%. So 8%, my thing rose from like a three to an eight, because before it was like 3%. 3% of me was like, yeah, yeah. Now it's risen from three to 8%. My feelings. I'm not saying that the information that they have is bogus as fuck, because the information they have have is bogus. I mean, it's not bogus. Uh, it's actual information that could have been got this man the fuck about the White House. Bill Clinton lied. 
and got the fuck up and they got him the fuck about the White House. Now, I ain't propping for the Clintons because, you know, I don't like their asses. But still, right is right and wrong is wrong. You ain't got to be uh, in my good graces. If I feel as though you've been wrong or you've been injustice, <laughs> if injustice was brought upon you uh, or lack of fairness, I'm going to still stick up for you. So in this case, yeah, I'm sticking up for Bill. All Bill did was lie about sexual, uh, not having sexual relations with somebody in the White House. They got him out of here for that. Trump is doing some shit as in involving people in American, uh, involving other nations. In America's political affairs. And he getting involved in other countries' political affairs. In a sense of getting people in high uh, high ranking uh, positions, such as a president or a leader of some sort, whatever the uh, name for that position is. Get that man the fuck up out of here. And that's what's going down with him and this his dealings with Ukraine and stuff like that. It was found out, and now Pelosi wants to. Uh, I guess she introduced something to, you know, basically get this man up out of here. Uh, some impeachment plan. Now, I saw President Pelosi trending the other day. I didn't think too much of it. I do know that Trump snitched on Mike Pence and said Mike Pence was also involved, which means he can also lose his footing within... Uh, be impeached as vice president. And if he's impeached as vice president, he obviously can't be the actual president president. Therefore, I think next in line would be Nancy Pelosi. I wouldn't be surprised is what I'm trying to say. Um, I would not be surprised if something like that happened. Shit. When I, when I, when I, when I saw that, was the case that was when my I guess my hope or yeah I'd say I call it that my hope for impeachment well no I've been hoping for his impeachment ever since it was announced that he became president but my uh prediction for impeachment went up from three percent to eight percent all right still not very high numbers but at least it did go up right um but yeah, now Pelosi as a president, I would have to check out more of her background, her 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 uh, stances on things for me to be on par with it. But it definitely would not surprise me because America was aiming for part of America, right? Was aiming for a woman president, right? Hillary didn't do the job; she couldn't do the job. I wasn't riding for Hillary anyway. Um, and it's not because she was a woman, it's because of Hillary Clinton. Um, so I'd be super on par with Pelosi if her policies are great. If not, shit, make me the president. Shit, I guess. I don't know. Um, but what do I feel as though about this? This thing. What, what, how do I feel? You want to know what I feel about the war? You want to know how I feel about the president? 
I uh, let me stop doing my Dave Chappelle impersonation. But how do I feel about this? Well, I think that it is a good thing that this time that the Democrats seem to be focusing on Donald Trump. Um, and I'm not saying any other time they do it is it is not a good time, but it's a waste of time when they do it. But this time it actually looks like it, it is not a waste of time. Will they get will they do it? Like I said, my prediction has risen from three percent to eight percent, which means I still have a ninety two percent prediction that it's not going to happen. Either or, I'm still going to, I still advise people to continue living your life, doing the best you can to create the life that you want for yourself. And if you are living the the life that you are, uh, that you have created for yourself, continue doing what you do to sustain that life. Because whether we lose a president today, tomorrow, next month, by the end of the year, or we gain a new one, or whatever the situation may be, we still got to do what it do. You know, we still got lives to live. You know, a president is not going to halt my life. It's not going to halt my responsibilities. Unless my job all of a sudden was like, we cannot operate because we don't have a president running this country. This is not a governmental job that I'm working. This is a normal fucking bitch ass retail job that I hate working. Uh, But for some reason, let's just say this, my job, your job, if you have a job, any other job was like, we just have to stay home until we get a president or we find out who's the president. We all have to sit on our couches and turn on CNN all day and see what's what, right? Um, it ain't going to stop me. I'm still going to do these podcast episodes for y'all. So you ain't got to pay attention to the hack jobs at CNN. You can listen to me spit the truth, the the, the real truth, the raw truth. Um, but yeah, I am for impeaching Donald Trump. It's just, I'm not going to spend my days hoping, praying, wishing for it. Uh, you know, if it happens, I, hell yeah, I'm gonna laugh. I'm gonna make jokes. I'm gonna clown that nigga. I'm a, yeah, I, I might do one jump for joy. Like, yay, we ain't got that nigga in the white house no more. Uh, but at the same time, once I come down from that happy high, I'm still going to continue doing the things that I have to do um, in order to survive. Um, obviously, I'm going to be looking at policies, too, as well, to see what what changes, what doesn't change, whoever is in charge, what are they plan to do about these issues, issues that I care about, other issues as well. Um, so there's a lot to think about. Surely there is a lot to think about when it comes to this Donald Trump impeachment thing. And I'm not saying that, that because I'm not going to be celebrating for 40 days and 40 nights that if he does get impeached that because I'm not going to be celebrating for 40 days, 40 nights, that is not an important thing. This isn't a very important situation and very important occurrence. Hence why I'm talking about it. I wouldn't be talking about it if I didn't think it was important. Um, but 
I, it, you know, it, it's just, it's just, there's a lot more to it than just let's get him out the White House. You know, it's the things that he was doing, the things that he says, the people that he encourages, the people in his circle. It's a whole lot of problems other than, oh my God, he's the guy who beat Hillary Clinton. So we hate him because of that. And I'm not saying that's not what every Democrat, every liberal thinks, but I feel as though it's a lot of them who don't even, well, not even a lot of them, it's probably a lot of them, I don't know, but I feel as though there are some who aren't even looking at the bigger picture about why Donald Trump is so bad of a president. Not because he beat Hillary Clinton. Not because he's a billionaire or whatever, right? A millionaire or so, or whatever the fuck he is. Uh, but because of... Like I said, the shit he's done, the shit he says, the way he moves, man. is The people he surrounds, the people he encourages. It, it's just not a good look. Um... You know, it, 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 you know, it's, 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 it's the look of America. I would say that for sure. Um, but it's not, it's not a good look in general. Now it's like I said, it's the look of America. That doesn't mean it's a good look. As far as Donald Trump getting impeached, I'm still living. I'm still doing what I got to do. I'm still doing the do. Um, I'm still sipping Mountain Dew from time to time. Once a year, you know. And that's that. Um, y'all can let me know y'all thoughts about it. I ain't got much else to say about it. I have other topics to talk about. Um, but that's pretty much it. Feel free to let me know your thoughts about it. Call in to the podcast or once again just hit me up on twitter you love Ernest. you'll see it in the uh uh i'm trying to get my show description to show i don't know for some reason why my show description is not showing uh podcast description not show description uh but i'll check that out and then yes you would definitely see uh what's what so on to the next topic all right so we back um, here to talk about Maurice Wallaby. Um, for those who don't know or don't remember, Maurice Wallaby, I covered the, I covered, I talked about him a couple episodes ago with the R.I.P. Reese. He's Reese. He's the guy that I was talking about, the man who um, killed himself uh, because of the torment he was getting online because he was dating or he was in a relationship with a transgendered woman um when people in his neighborhood found out about it they gave him shit for it they recorded videos of themselves clowning him and talking shit uh to him about his love for his transgendered woman or just him being attracted to trans women in general News got out that he ended up killing himself uh, because of the torment. And I did a whole uh, segment. I dedicate that episode to him for sure. But I did a whole segment about that. 
Once again, that episode is called R.I.P. Reese. So go if you are looking for it. Um, you can go there and check out that episode. But I'm here to talk about him once again because this is some news that is new to me or somewhat. Uh, I mean, it is new to me. Um, and it was it, it, it was presented in a way to try to undermine what Reese was going through. And I'm here to say right now, you know, people who have this stance, uh, y'all would do anything. <laughs> Niggas would do anything to deny the truth. And that's the sad part about it. Now, I will say this. It is not right for if, you know, well, this is what Reese's ex-girlfriend now is saying that he 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 did the night before his suicide. Uh, he was take he was abusing a bunch of drugs. He overdosed on drugs. That's how he died. That's how he killed himself eventually. Uh he took a bunch of drugs, but before then, um, that night, he threatened to kill her and him as well. In no way, shape, or form am I going... And I got this from a Blavity uh, article, which I always say I'm going to share the articles in the description box below. Hey, I'm going to try. But... It, I, I found it on Blavity. If you are familiar with Blavity, the site, uh, you can go there and check that. Check it out. I'm pretty sure the article is still up there because I was just reading the article, I want to say about two days ago, right? So I'm pretty sure the article is still up there. Anyways, um, he basically was abusive. Uh, people said that he was abusive to this woman, um, his girlfriend, um, and in this section, in this segment, there's no way, shape or form am I excusing his abuse. I am not victim blaming. I'm not blaming her per se, but I am going to say some things that people are going to, I feel as though people are going to say I'm excusing the abuse or I'm victim blaming. So let me put it out there right now. Reese is a piece. It, it, those actions is not cool. I'm not going to call him a piece of shit or whatever. Those actions aren't cool at all. And I don't think people pick up, just automatically pick up a drug and start abusing it to kill themselves. I think people, I think these drug habits people have were habits that were already happening. So I don't think this night that Reese, uh, this night, the night that Reese killed himself, was the first time he ever picked up some pills or whatever. And then he just chugged a whole bottle. And then voila. Right. Now, I don't mean to sound insensitive. But. You know I don't mean to sound insensitive. Right. I, I do think that he's probably had a drug issue. Uh, uh, he was you know. Using drugs to cope with. Whatever issues he was going on. That there was going on in his life. Um, and I do think his personal identity is part of those issues because of the things people were saying, because of the torment he was getting, 
See, people always want an excuse shit. And that's why I say niggas always find a reason to excuse shit. People are saying things like he didn't kill himself. Or people weren't bullying him because... Uh, I'm going to get on this first comment. People weren't bullying him because he was dating a transgender woman. They were bullying him because he was abusing his transgendered uh, girlfriend. Let me tell you how much bullshit that comment is. In the fucking videos, there are men calling him faggot. Oh, bro, you suck dick. You like trannies? You must suck dick. They're not saying, why are you beating up on your girlfriend? Because let me tell you, nobody who is against women beating, abusing women, they're not going to put a camera in a dude's face. A bunch of men aren't going to put a camera in a dude's face and say, look at this woman beater. No, they're going to beat the fuck out of that man. In none of the videos was Maurice touched. He was verbally attacked, not physically. So don't hand me the bullshit of these men were being some fucking martyrs for, uh, uh, you know, activists for 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 uh, abuse, right? Spousal abuse, and they were giving him a hard time because they knew he was a beating, he was verbally abusive to the point I know, he's verbally abusive to. His girlfriend. No. Stop it. They were clearly giving him a hard time for dating a transgender woman. Whether he was verbally or physically abusive to that woman. I don't think they'd give a shit. In all honesty, they would be physically and verbally abusive to her and other trans women as well. If they have the mindset... That, oh, you a faggot, you a this, you a that for dating one. And all this toxic mindset. What makes you think that they would not beat up on a transgender woman? Keep it a buck. So if you're really out here really thinking that these dudes were just soldiers for transgender women. And they wanted to put Reese to shame. By recording him and calling him a faggot. But these are supposed soldiers for trans women. Calling him a faggot for dating trans women. Saying, bro, you must suck dick. But these are soldiers for transgender women. Bro, you date trannies? People. Y'all are idiots. Y'all are fucking idiots. That's comment number one. Comment number two. People said... Maurice killed himself because the news got out about him being abusive to his transgendered girlfriend. The odd thing about it was she didn't come out and detail the abuse till after he killed himself, though. So where's the correlation, niggas? And I'm saying niggas because only niggas listen to blavity and shit, right? But where's the correlation? Somebody killed themselves because they were afraid of the backlash of the news 
somebody who abused their girlfriend or abused their spouse killed themselves because they were afraid of the backlash they were going to get because people found out about the abuse, even though nobody found out about the abuse until after that person killed themselves. So are you saying Maurice Wallaby could see into the future? Maurice Wallaby had that much insight to know that his girlfriend was going to detail in the future that he was abusing her so that he killed himself to save himself from having to face that reality here on earth. And then he knew exactly when he died, when how he was going to die, when he died, and when his girlfriend, or ex-girlfriend I should say, was going to detail, hey... This man was verbally abusive. Do y'all think about the shit y'all say when y'all try to cover up the bullshit? You're trying to cover up transphobia. Obviously, you're trying to cover up homophobia. You're trying to cover up all this shit that the black, a lot of the toxic shit the black community does. By saying some dumb shit like, Nobody cared about what he who he was dating. We had a problem with who he he was abusing his girlfriend. If you really had a problem with that, you would have beat that nigga's ass. You wouldn't be using words like faggot, sucking dick, tranny, you this, you that. You wouldn't be using words such as that when you're beating up on a dude for beating up on his transgendered girlfriend. It'd be quite the opposite. It'd be, you are dating this person and you're abusing her and we're going to beat your ass because we, we her life matters. And she should not be subjected to your abuse, whether it be physical or verbal. That was not the case. Now, once again, I am not making excuses for what Maurice did. And this is what I'm talking about when it comes to men being strong enough to date transgender women. And I was saying this, and I've said this in the past before. Leave them alone if you're not secure within yourself. Because no transgendered person, man or woman or whatever, no trans person should have to go through your insecurities. Be abused physically or verbally. Or both by you because the world is abusing you verbally, or maybe people are beating you, beating up on you, and calling you faggot and this, that, and the third because they know about your relationship. You should not take out your anger, your frustration on the woman, the trans woman, the trans man you're dating. So yeah, that's obviously extra week of Reese to do. I'm not saying killing himself was the weak thing to do. I would not do that. If I'm in a relationship with a trans woman, I'm going to not pursue anything with her and and, 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 and be ashamed of it. Niggas want to roll up. Let's roll up. Slash your fucking face open. How about that? 
But what I'm not going to do is take it out on her. What I'm not going to do is threaten to kill her because I'm suicidal. Because I don't want to live in a world to where I'm too ashamed to admit to who I am. So I start abusing drugs. Once again, I'm not going to take back that episode. I'm not going to delete that segment. I'm not going to rename it. It's there. It's there. I still do believe that Reese, like many other people out there, uh, went through some traumatic shit on top of uh, while he's being bullied. People don't. People undermine the effects of bullying. Bullying isn't just teasing. Isn't just Bullying has some hard effects on it. And again, I am not making excuses for this man's actions at all. What he did was fucked up. And if he was alive. And he was doing these things to her. I would want her to seek. Uh, get the police involved. Get get the law involved. Because it is, because it is not right. For her to go through what she went through. Uh, with Reese, whether it been that one-time thing, whether it was a continuous thing, because he's insecure. So to any other dude out there listening, if you are going to get involved if, with a transgender woman, or if you are having whatever feelings you you, you want to have, you can reach out to me and you can talk, but do not pull a Reese. And again, I hate to use the man's name like it's an insult or whatever, but do not start abusing that woman or that person because you're afraid of what the niggas on your block are going to say, what niggas on the internet are going to say, what blavity niggas are going to say. Leave her alone. Leave her be so she can find with somebody who is secure in themselves. Who's not going to harm her in any way. Because the world is already rough on her in the first place. Why the fuck would she want to stay with somebody who's supposed to care for her? Who's claiming they do care for her. But abusing the fuck out of her. When if she really wanted, wanted, nobody wants to be abused, but if she wanted to be abused, then why not just let the world do it? Because the world's already fucking doing it. Still R.I.P. to Reese. Hopefully, wherever he is, he's at peace now. Hopefully, he can look back and, and, and look back and say that, my toxic behavior was not right. Hopefully his ex-girlfriend gets to move on. She lives a long, healthy life. Longer than 35 years old. Long, healthy life. Happy life as well. Whether it be with somebody who's treating her the way that she wants to be treated. Or however she's living her long and healthy life. I hope she's doing so. But let's not look past 
the other issues within this situation. Yes, Reese's abusive behavior was is a problem. But the transphobia, the homophobia was, was also a problem too. In fact, those issues catapulted, I'm guessing, catapulted Reese to react the way that he did. Once again, I am not, I am not no way, shape, or form saying it's society's fault Reese did and Reese should not be held accountable for what he did. Because we all have have a, a, a responsibility. Again, like I've stated, I'm being seen with a trans woman or if I'm dating a trans woman and people give me a hard time. My decision is not going to, as much as I would hate the bullying and hate the torment, my, my response is not going to be abused the fuck out of her. Threatened to kill her. I also would not kill myself. I'd probably end up killing the the bullies, but that's just my cycle mind, all right? But, fellas out there, this is not how you react. Also, mind your fucking business for the last fucking time. Well, not for the last time, because it's probably a message I'm going to have to keep on detailing. Only reason why y'all care about so y'all cared so much about Reese is because y'all are the quote unquote faggots and training lovers yourselves in your mind. So get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Ain't nothing wrong when it comes to dating, loving whoever. There was nothing wrong with what Reese did when it came to who he was dating. What he was doing obviously was wrong. But let's not smooth over the fact that Reese was getting bullied for who he was dating, not because of who he was abusing. Let's get that straight. Because men who are against men who abuse women are going to find that man and we're beating his fucking ass. We're not recording videos calling him faggot. We're not saying, bro, you suck dick. No, we're beating the shit out of him. And we won't even record it. Someone else probably will, but we're not going to be the ones recording it while we're beating the dude's ass. So that's that's that. On to the last segment. Woo! All right. Last segment here, and it's a story time that I didn't promise that I was going to share to y'all who follow me on Twitter, but at the same time, I'm getting heated kind of thinking about it once again. So if I get yelled out, get louder than I usually do <laughs> and I apologize for yelling just 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 know that I'm not yelling at you unless you're the two cunt bitches I'm talking about yep I'm using I'm using all type of language that's going to get me canceled before I even got started but guess what I said guess what I don't care I am going off on you niggas I not niggas for real but I'm going off on you Wiggas, all right? 
so this is a story time that happened yesterday while I'm at work. And before I get into the story time, I'm going to get off this message right here to everybody who's in an interracial relationship with a white person. Let me get off this. Number one, I don't give a fuck who you love, who you date. But let's get this straight, especially if you're dating a white person and you have this false sense of entitlement that white people tend to have. Let me remind you of something. You're not white. Therefore, I don't care how much pink dicks you stick in your mouth. I don't care how much pink pussy you get. I don't care about how many unseasoned meals you eat per night. This false sense of entitlement that you have because you're with your white daddy or your white mama, alright? It doesn't apply to you and it damn sure does not apply to them either. Don't think because I'm saying because you're not white that you shouldn't be walking around here acting like you high and mighty and stuff like that because white folks shouldn't be walking around here like they're high and mighty and they better than anybody either. But what kills me is when these Asian women get with these white guys and they swear. I mean, obviously it's because their parents told them the whiter the better, right? If you're not going to be with one of your own, be with somebody white because you wear in America. And whiteness here is what rules the fucking planet and that'll benefit your life or whatever the case may be. But this Asian bitch really tested me yesterday. Her and her punk ass white man. I don't know if they were married. Don't give a fuck if they were married. There was no kids involved. Good. Because I wanted to kill that nigga. Alright. Even though if they had kids together. Sorry but your dad was a piece of shit. Your mom's a bitch. I hope y'all don't grow up to be like them. Alright. Anyways. um, I'm at work. I'm doing my job. Yellow white bitch come over here. And she wants to act. She wants to act like she's better than me for some reason. I mean, for some reason. Yeah. But I'm like, all right, whatever, bitch. I continue on doing the fuck I do. Right. She then again comes over. But then afterwards, she says a sarcastic, thank you. So I, yeah, I, I said, hold on, bitch. Watch your fucking tone. Racist ass bitch. Don't think because you with this white man that you can talk to me however the fuck you want to talk to me. Her white man comes over. And I'm thinking, all right, there's going to be a fight come going down. All right, this dude's taller than me. He's not bigger, but he's taller than me. I'm thinking there's a fight that's about to go down. Nah, this nigga hands me a fucking Toys R Us lunchbox and says, Hey, man. For a sign of nostalgia and a peace offering. 
he's giving me a Toys R Us Toys R Us logoed lunchbox. He didn't say hey man, by the way. He called me kid. Now, there's a lot of underlining racism that happens between this interaction between me, yellow white bitch, and her punk ass pink boyfriend. I'm gonna call him Pink Floyd. I don't know any of these people's names, they're customers. I'm gonna call this nigga Pink Floyd and her yellow white bitch. So, or Rice Cake. Oh, I, I like the name Rice Cake Ho. So, Rice Cake Ho and Pink Floyd over here got on my damn nerves. But Pink Floyd walks over with a blue Toys R Us lunch bag. Um, and he says, Hey, kid. So I'm like, ho, I'm looking at him like, who the fuck you calling kid? I'm older than both these motherfuckers. I feel as though I am. I looked, oh, uh, you know, black don't crack, but I look older than Pink Floyd. That's for sure. Rice cake hoe, yellow bitch, yellow white bitch, look older than him. And I'm assuming they're in a relationship. I'm just assuming because they were together. Either or... I see a lot of, especially here in Boston, uh, a lot of these Asian women will go for the white guys because their parents told them to go for white. And I'm not saying that out of assumption. I'm saying that because Asian women have told me this. We've been, I've been in classrooms with, gone to school and they've said, their parents said when they first came to America, if you're not going to date a guy that is from the same country as them, whether it be China or, you know, Japan, Tokyo, whatever place, whatever that, you know, place may be, um, to date a white guy only, marry a white guy, be with a white guy only. It's either someone of their own ethnicity, uh, own nationality, or a white guy. The crazy thing is, they would see the problem behind, the problematic thinking behind their parents basically saying white is the better, more superior race here in America. Therefore, you want to be with the more superior people. Therefore, you want to be with a white guy, right? They can see the problem of that, those statements with that mindset and still be with the white guy. I didn't get it. Didn't really care to get it. This isn't one of those situations where we had a big discussion. I had a discussion with yellow white bitch, rice cake hoe, and Pink Floyd over here. Um, It was literally, she was rude as fuck to me. I'm doing a serve. This is retail. So obviously when you're dealing with retail, anybody who's working retail job or worked retail job knows this, knows that you're going to deal with customers with an entitlement issue, no matter their race or ethnicity. Uh, but especially if you're a black person working in retail, um, you're going to deal with customers who treat you like less than, especially depending on your position at this retail job, you're going to be treat with, uh, met with people who look at you as less than because of your skin color, basically. And retail jobs are supposed to be jobs where you're supposed to service the people. You know, the customers always write that bullshit. Whatever. So let me continue on to the story. So she's rude as fuck. 
and I let it be known I don't like her rudeness, that she needs to change her tone. She has a shocked, anger face, but she says nothing because she knew I was going to slap the shit out of her. Pink Floyd comes over, and he calls me kid, but then he he uh, gives me a Toys R Us lunchbox. I blacked the fuck out. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. He said something else after that as he was walking away and then I dropped dropped the lunchbox and I could see in both their faces that I was I, I, I blacked out I could see in both their faces they were angered but too afraid to do something so I walk away and probably about like moments later it wasn't even that long I see that the lunchbox is gone now I was assuming that they took it back or whatever um they may have placed it elsewhere I don't know uh oh they may have been the ones to place it elsewhere cause later on I did see it in the store <laughs> uh so it was like just chilling and it wasn't in anybody's possession it wasn't like somebody took it and was like hey you know I got a free lunchbox, Toys R Us, yay, nah, it was just rant, so I'm like, hold on, that's the shit, I just threw it out on the ground about an hour, an hour ago, a few hours ago now, because this is like two, three hours past that altercation, right, um, but I really get tired of, of people who are in these relationships with white men and white women and thinking they better than everybody else, Thinking that the when they're in these relationships, they are no longer white. I mean, they are no longer whatever ethnicity or uh, nationality that they are. That they are now white or closer to white than they were when they were just that Asian woman, that Asian man, that black man, that black woman, that Indian girl, that Indian guy, that whatever, right? No, it doesn't. It does not erase your past. It does not erase who the fuck you truly are. But you don't deserve to carry on the traditions that your nationality carries on. If you're going to have a mindset that I am now white, I am now better than anybody who is non-white. Get the fuck out of here. Like I said, I wanted to, he going, I felt like, I felt like that lunchbox was a smallpox blanket. I'm going to keep it a buck. That's how offended I was by, one, he calls me kid. And in any other instance, let me tell you something. Words like kid and boy, well, I'm not really a big fan of boy, but when people be like my boy, I don't really give a fuck about that. You know what I'm saying? I don't trip out. As long as you don't call me nigger. Or nigga, if you're not the right skin color to call me nigga, then you cool. You kid, boy, and or my boy, you know shit like that. That doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't. In that situation, it did though. Because, like I said, the big issue here wasn't two annoying customers being annoying. Well, it was, but it, you know, I'm doing my job. You're gonna be dealt with that. It was the underlining racism that was present. And the fact that these two 
looked at it as a, as they were the victims in this situation. Now they were almost victims of fucking murder. Cause what I looked at that blank, I, I mean, I looked at that lunchbox like it was a smallpox blanket. Like this is not really a sign of 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 a peace offering or a thank you for your service type thing. It was more so of a a backhanded or underhanded, uh, you know, it was an insult. This white man and probably his little yellow white bitch saw me nothing but a fucking boy, a kid, a slave. Some of y'all are probably gonna be like, man, you reaching, you reaching, you reaching. I, you could think that. Have somebody demean you because you're black. And these sensitivities that I have as a black man are shared by many other black people. So I ain't the only one who feels these ways about certain situations such as this. You call me kid and you hand me something a kid would need. Now, I'm not saying grown black folks don't carry lunchboxes, but I damn sure don't carry lunchboxes. That's number one. Number two, or this was a lunch bag, not a lunchbox. But still, I don't carry either. I don't even eat lunch at my job. I go there, I do work, I I punch out. Everything that I eat prior to, to, uh, I mean, if there's food there, people giving out food for free. Sometimes we give out, uh, there's food samples for free, some shit like that. I'm in there like swimwear because free food is free food. But, kid? Really? You know, you seen, I, I mean, I just shaved. But I still got my goatee on. I don't have a, uh, you know, I got a young face, but I don't have a kid face. The point of the matter is, you don't see a kid when you look at me. How come everybody else, there's old ass people that call me sir (laughs) all the time. Address me as mister all the time. People in their fucking 80s. Have respect. White people too. So um, this is not an anti-white people. This is not a don't date white people type shit. Uh, You know how I feel. If it doesn't apply, let it fly. If you are in an interracial relationship with a white person. And you do not act like these two cunts did. Then you're all right with me. But if you are a person who is dating a white man or a white woman. And then you have these entitlement issues. Just as much as your white bitch does. Then you are part of the problem. And I am talking about you. And fits that fucking attitude. You and your white bitch. And I use bitch. My bitch is unisex. Male or female. Like my nigga is unisex. So I don't care if your white bitch has a vagina. Or doesn't. If your white bitch is too much of a punk to fight me. Because he came up as if he wanted to fight. I was ready. And then once he saw I was ready, he pulls out a fucking lunch bag. A Toys R Us lunch bag. Calls me kid. Says, it's nostalgia. (laughs) It's nostalgia. And then like I said, I looked at that bag and I was pissed the fuck off. 
I blacked out. I look up, he's walking away and he's saying something and waving at the same time. So it wasn't, I don't know if it was something of malice, but I didn't hear what he said. I dropped the bag on the ground. Oh yeah, and I did a little stomp on it too. I, I stepped on it one time. Stomped on it one time. <laughs> See their faces. They're they're scared as fuck. They're mad, but they're scared. And I'm daring them to I'm daring both of them to do something. I don't hit women, okay? But trust me, if Sue Young bitch ass came up and tried something, cause she would have gotten it. And I'm saying it here on this podcast, cancel me before I even get started. I don't care. I'm saying it now. People have said a lot worse than I've ever stated on this podcast, by the way. So so you're going to cancel me before I get started. I'm going to need y'all to cancel them as they already been started. Um, but she if she would have come at me, she would have gotten a knife to the throat as well. I wish... I looked at, like I said, I, I, I equated that lunch bag like I did a small pox blanket. I just wish I had an Indian spear on me to throw at that man's throat and watch him bleed out as his punk ass wife, girlfriend, whoever the fuck she is, stood there crying. Probably would have took it out his neck and then threw it at her neck too so they can both be together. In hell. <clears throat> Let me take a sip real quick, man. And I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. It felt good cursing him the fuck out. It felt good being an angry black man in that situation. I don't give two fucks. I, I've been had this angry black man stigma about me, you know, ever since I learned about it. At an early age, before I became a man, actually, I was the angry black man. But in instances, it feels good to be the angry black man. <laughs> now, especially when you got people who need to understand. Now, they're probably at home thinking, man, the next time we go in that store, hopefully we don't run into the angry black man anymore. Or maybe they're thinking, we don't want to shop here anymore because we don't want to experience like that angry black man. I don't give two motherfucking shits. There was a clear underlining issue of classism and racism in this motherfucker that needed to be dealt with. Me, being the angry black man is the least of the issues that was going on in this situation. And if you can see that I'm glad you can see that. Uh, I'm really glad you can see that, honestly. If you cannot see that, then maybe I'm doing a bad job at explaining. But at the same time, you're probably refusing to see that. There was a clear, clear, clear disrespect that they had off rip. Because like I said, I was just doing my job. She came up to me on some bullshit. And like I stated, I knew she was going to be an issue, but at first I never minded. Continued on my way. (sighs) I'm sorry. God bless me. I tried to contain it, but I couldn't. I knew she was going to be a problem. 
So I exited myself immediately. But she wanted to keep pushing. Because it was a nice sunny day out. The wind was breezy. It was Friday. She's with her white man. Life is so good. Look at this black nigger over here. This little nigger boy. Let me keep poking at him. Because I'm with my white man. I'm so entitled. I can get away with whatever I want. Bitch, what? You could probably pull that shit on any other black dude out there. But I ain't the one. I'll cuss you out in front of your man. Knock his ass out. And if you want to step in and fight, you get slapped the fuck up too. Cancel me before I get started. I don't give a fuck. You're not going to disrespect the fuck out of me like that. You damn sure not going to call me kid and then give me a kid fucking prize. Then you're not going to walk away and try to make some joke about nostalgia or some shit like that. Now, was I a Toys R Us kid? I love being a Toys R Us kid. When I was a kid. That seldomly got toys from Toys R Us. Because my parents weren't even shopping at Toys R Us like that. But I damn sure loved living through the kids in the commercials. <laughs> but you think a Toys R Us lunch bag. Which Toys R Us is going out of business. So it'd be no purpose of this lunch bag. Well there's a nostalgia factor. But it's no purpose of the lunch bag period. Because I don't carry lunch to me at work. And I do not use lunch bags or lunch boxes yeah I could have given that bag to probably my nephew or my niece I could have given it to a kid period but it felt better dropping it on the fucking ground and then stopping on it one time and looking at their fucking angered but scared faces and to find out that they probably took the bag and then put it in the store randomly somewhere and they thought ha ha that's gonna get him in trouble ha ha he's gonna see that bag and he's gonna feel inclined to pick it up and now take it ladies and gentlemen as well who are non-white if you're gonna date a white guy at least date a white guy who is not a punk bitch Because whether he would have put up a fight, a physical fight with me or not, at least I would have had respect for him that, hey, man, he not only he stuck up for his lady because some guy called her a racist bitch that he told her, he told, he called her a racist bitch and told her to change her tone. Not only that, but this man actually put up a fight, whether he whips my ass. Well, he wasn't going to whip my ass. I was going to make sure I whipped his ass. And I was going to make sure he bled too. Alright. That's all I'm going to say about that. But at least he put up a fight. This man didn't even want to put up a fight. Now I know people are going to listen to and say things like. You're too old for fighting. You're you're, 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 you're this that and the third. And I get it. I understand it. But some situations call for it my nigga. Probably sometime down when I listen to this episode again. If I listen to this you know segment again. 
I'm going to look back and say, well, you know, it, it probably, maybe, sometime when I look back at that situation, I'm going to look back and say, I could have handled it differently. I could have gone high as Michelle Obama would have. You know, every time situations like this happen, I let Michelle Obama down, or I feel as though I do. Because she says go high when people go low. These motherfuckers went low, and I want to go lower and, 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 and stab their guts out. That's how low I want to go. Or at least stab them from toe to head. Go as low as sticking a knife in both their big toes. Dragging that bitch all the way up to their fucking body until they split the whole body in half. That's how low I want it to go. Michelle Obama does not condone that type of behavior. Michelle, if you're listening, once again, I am so, so sorry for letting you down. If I did. Barack, I hope I didn't let you down either. But that was some racist. I'm calling it underlining, undertone racist or underlining racist shit. But that was some racist shit. And obviously it'd be a white dude to not understand the, the implications of that. And obviously it'd be in a... Uh, uh, a Asian bitch who thinks that she's white because she's taking white penis every night. Um, it'd be her to believe that she can, it is okay for her to get away with that. It's also, once again, the whole, I, I, I'm the customer. I'm always right. Bullshit is a lot of issues within this situation. Of course. It's a lot of it. That still does not make their uh, 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 behavior okay. And no, I'm not saying that it would have been right if I were to assault both people. Or at least to do. But them niggas was asking for it. So, that's that. That's my story time. And that is the end of this episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. If you made it this far, I appreciate you. I love you. If you are listening to just this part, because I did mention on Twitter that I was going to do the story time here and only here. Uh, so if you check the timestamp and to, just to check the story time, um, boom, that's that. That's great. I appreciate you for listening as well. Um, like, comment, share, subscribe, db, dive as usual. Well. Um, until next episode, stay black. If you're black, black people, let's have a pride of ourselves. Stay black, please. When these motherfuckers try to come at you on some bullshit, do not let them. Now, you don't go extreme like me. Don't have visions of, of killing them. Don't actually kill them. Do what Michelle Obama says. Go high. But do not take shit. That's what Ernest Obama said. Do not take shit from these motherfuckers Because they will test you Do not take shit But definitely listen to Michelle Obama And go high Okay, Listen to her before you listen to me But do not count my advice out So stay black if you're black Stay beautiful All you non-racist people If you are racist You are ugly motherfucker Get beautiful and not be racist. Black Lives Matter.
LGBT lives matter. Trans lives matter. Black women matter. Trans women matter. And I'm out. Peace.